0: Now serving butter and bacon, the good stuff.
1: and welcome to the week 12 recap week 13 preview of the butter and bacon fantasy football league i'm your commissioner dean as always joined by our color commentator and co-commissioner you've been promoted since last week Ollie. uh
0: yes uh, i am here i am the uh victor of the turkey bowl <laughs> from thanksgiving <laughs> oh, oh man i was able to turn over i think around 10 30 that night i ate so much
1: Very nice. Well, I will uh, give you any title you want if you can win in Week 13, but before we get (laughs) to why I want you to win in Week 13, let's recap Week 12. Now, I don't know of any bizarre scoring changes for Week 11, so I think we're good to go. No, we're good. All right, well, starting up with the first game, and I think the high score of the week, the Metroville Heroes, 170.8 to Tucker Lux, 116.6.
0: Yes, and uh, what we said about those those, uh, particular players, we said the uh, quarterback's situation is not good for the heroes. Ryan Tannehill might be scary, but he's a suitable bi-week replacement. And you might go with a free agent, and you did! You went with Colin Kaepernick. How'd that work out for you? Well, we've talked about
1: Kaepernick before, regardless of how you feel about his uh, stances and beliefs. He's a high-floor guy because he runs the ball very well, Mm -hmm. and he ran for over 100 yards against the Dolphins. And he threw uh, for 300 yeah, and three touchdowns. So, uh, you know, Tannehill wouldn't have been a bad option. He put up no. 31 in that same game, but uh, Kaepernick was definitely a score off the waiver wire. And I'm not sure luck status for next week, so he might be back in there.
0: Uh, right now, he is he is going to be playing. He's not out of the concussion protocol quite yet, but um, signs are pointing to, you know, if you shake the Gate ball, um, that he will be playing. So you might have a decision to make. Um, yeah. You said that Russell Wilson would get healthy, and yeah, Russell Wilson did not have a good day at all against Tampa Bay. Um, so that Evans would be okay. Johnson would have a big game. Yup. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, Evans was more than okay. <laughs> and I think Evans was more than okay. Um, Antonio Brown would be big, and it might come down to Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson had a pretty good game. Yeah, he chipped in pretty well. But um, it didn't come down to Jordy Nelson. It didn't come down to that, though. I picked you to win. You picked Tucker's Luck to win. I did.
1: All right, game two. Dapper Donalds with a monster performance, 164.9. Almost lapping the shoreline tap room, eighty-eight point two. Yeah, we, that is more than a five-point
0: one-point spread, by the way. Yeah, this is a little bit more than the close game <laughs> is predicted. Um, just to get this out of the way, we both picked the Donalds to win. um room really kind of falling flat on their face. Um, we didn't have much to say about this game other than home breeze and Le'Veon Bell and Larry Legend.
1: They were not very legendary in that game. No, uh, Holm but. Brees and Le'Veon, uh what's that again? remember 65 breeze. points
0: between the two of them? Holm breeze. Five total touchdowns. Nuts.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about that Giant, Giants versus Browns matchup. The yes. Giants defense got healthy real quick in that one. Yeah, they 25 really did. 25 points. They Unbelievable. did. Unbelievable. They did. All right, well, the Fran Dogs uh, took a big goose egg at the tight end spot, not because of a bye week, but Antonio Gates just not performing, and that hurt his uh, chances against the Islam, who took it 118.6 to 79.1.
0: Yeah, um, we we said it would be a lot of fun seeing Derek Carr against Eli. Um, You know, you you just talked about the Giants defense. Um, Giants offense was actually pretty good, too. Um, Healthy McCoy would be key for the Islam, and he was healthy. A 75-yard touchdown will make anyone smile um cooks at home you. versus la what particularly you well yeah particularly me because the bills won but um and uh yeah the, the big goose egg prediction by me that uh, Shepard would be taking um receptions from odell Beckham jr and he's the number one target and will score big yeah no <laughs> nope not last week nope. but I picked the Islam to win. You picked the Dogs to win. And so I get that one.
1: All right. Well, your music marauders continue with the winning ways. 112.8, 92.7 to Dixie Alligators.
0: Yeah, I was happy to get the win. Um, my number one note is the running backs are terrible. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they really were. Uh, Detroit plays well on Thanksgiving, and they were. Um, you know, it did help. I got, I got some serviceable numbers. Um, but, uh, yeah. Edelman eats the Jets, yes. Eight plus catches was predicted, he got eight catches.
1: Yeah, uh, really kept them from a monster game he didn't get in the end zone, but you know, eight for 83 is a real healthy output.
0: Yeah, it really was. The Jets defense did play inspired um, football against the Patriots, but it just wasn't enough. Um, and uh, you predicted Tavon Austin would be um, the difference maker. He actually did. He did pretty well. Yeah,
1: you know, lighter than I thought, given it was at uh, the New Orleans defense, but 15-5 is a nice performance for you.
0: Yes. And uh, we both picked me to win.
1: Yay, you. Yay, me. Closest game of the week, I believe. Make it pink. Sneaks it out against the monkey. 138.9 to 136.3.
0: Yeah, we, we actually, this is another game, um, much like we were talking about the Fran dogs and the uh, Totally Radical Islam. Uh, the DAC attack versus Marcus Mariota is going to be a wash. Um, It was. (laughs) And it was. I mean, (laughs) again, one of these quarterbacks gets all the press and the other one doesn't, but they both have pretty much equal fantasy settings. So that's pretty neat. Um, Watch the tight end battle of Graham versus Reed. I believe Reed got injured during the game.
1: Uh, I, it's hard to tell when you put up 31.5. Okay. But yeah, well, I think
0: you did. There you go. I, th- um, I think you are correct. So, so, and Jimmy Graham, uh, we talked about it earlier when talking about Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, the the Tampa Bay defense decided that Seattle was not going to score. So, they didn't. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: Seattle laid a in that game.
0: Yeah, which also holds down Baldwin, uh, which we talked about being a true superstar. Uh, how was Mr. Hopkins? I don't know what you're talking
1: about. <laughs> I don't acknowledge his existence until he gets a touchdown. <laughs> because
0: you said he was dead to you unless he performed in this game, so I guess he uh, is.
1: Five for 70, that is uh That's and not a superstar. Since, since Mark Ingram showed up and not Meh Ingram,
0: uh, he, I... he took over. He's Meh Hopkins. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> As for the predictions, you stuck with the monkey, and you are now a monkey's uncle because I picked Ugh. the pink and I won. The monkey's killing me. <laughs> All right, Scott's Cruisers
1: cruising to a first-round buy with that uh, 145.6, 131.9 win over the
0: Snuggly Ducklings. Yeah, we both picked the Ducklings, so, uh, you know, yay, not us. Um, not a lot of notes for this one. Uh, basically, it was Matt Ryan, um, and DeMarco Murray would be big.
1: Ryan did his job, uh, outscored by Cam Newton, though. Murray, not so much. 13-4 against solid outing. Uh, but you'd expect more against this Chicago defense that's been giving up yards like crazy. Yeah,
0: Chicago's defense played inspired football. Uh, Cam Newton really had a second and third quarter um, for the ages um, coming back. I think they scored something like 24 unanswered points. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so congrats to Scott's Cruisers.
1: By the way, we've talked before about Kirk Cousins versus Cam Newton. And it's just, you, you can't sit Cam Newton, he's Cam Newton. Right. But Kirk Kirk Cousins, again, on that Snuggly Ducklings bench, putting up
0: almost 40. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is, is, again, he's one of those guys that uh, all the prognosticators are like, yeah, he's like a lower-tier quarterback. He's going to make a lot of money next year. (gasps) He should. He's earned it. He should. He's earned it. Uh, And by the way, Beckham Jr., 28 points. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, he was not. He had two touchdowns, and uh, yeah, he was not having Sterling Shepard taken targets away from him.
1: All right, and in the last game, the Norwegian oil rigs. Close one,
0: 109-6 to 104-3. They beat the badass. Yeah, and that's one of those things, uh, when we had recorded the show, we said that Gronkowski was going to be out. Um, he did actually play. It didn't matter. He left the game again with back problems. Um, but, you know, that was in our prediction. Um, also in our prediction, quarterbacks, Ben versus Brady. Just just that, just points. Points galore. 23-22. 20 that's right. <laughs> again. <laughs> it's the wash. Um, Todd Gurley. Fifty yards. Come on. Still hasn't broken eighty-five this season. I just. Ugh. Twelve
1: point nine. You know, he got a little bit in the uh, the receiving uh, area, so he put up twelve point nine. Not terrible. Yeah. You know, I thought he and Ajay would actually both be bigger than they were this week, but you know, they combined for a little over twenty-five. It's not too
0: shabby out of your flex. Spot. No, it's not too bad. Um, I had I had mentioned that Asiata should be playing in there, and I believe they picked up a bye week replacement at running back, and Asiata would have done better. Yeah, would have won the game. Yeah. So there's that. Um, And uh, we both said Crabtree would have a a big game. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yes, um, as for the predictions, you picked the oil rigs to win. I picked the badass because I thought maybe, you know, nope. So, yep, neither the rigs. So when it comes down to the predictions this week, you were 3-4, sir. Not too shabby. I was 5-2.
1: Very nicely done by you. Which
0: means I have, I am only one game behind you. You are now plus one for the season in the predictions.
1: All right. Well, in case you were unaware, this is coming into our last week of the regular season. Last week, week. and we will continue on through the playoffs. But I wanted to go through the standings. You uh, had mentioned Scott's cruisers cruising to the first round by that is if he gets the win in week thirteen because he is currently ten and two. Who's he playing? He's He's. Uh, we'll get to that when we get okay. to thirteen. But it might be you. Uh, <laughs> hot on his heels are the Metroville Heroes and the Dapper Donalds, both at nine and three, both firmly entrenched in the playoff picture, yeah. uh, but both with an outside shot at getting that uh, first round bye. Make it pink at six and six, also on the brink of the playoffs. The rest of the division, the Alligators, are at five and seven, and I'm scanning down. Mathematically, at five and seven, I guess you still have a shot mm. because the six and seven team could get in, but mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot of luck. Yep. Uh, the Badass officially eliminated at four and eight. The Frandogs two and ten. On the other division, Radical Islam has locked up their first round by. They have won their division at nine and three with a two game lead over the Norwegian Oil Rigs, who will be in the playoffs as well. Taproom went from you know looking like they might run the table to uh, now squared up at six and six. On the brink of being eliminated from the playoffs, they're going to need a win to get in. And I'm just scanning to compare points. Uh, that might not math- mathematically be true, but if he wins, he's in. The Tucker's Luck five and seven. The Ducklings also five and seven. Again, I haven't looked thoroughly at it. They think they are on the brink of elimination, but could have some things break right and actually get in at six and seven. The Monkey now officially eliminated at four and eight, and the Marauders hopefully will push it to four and nine at the end <laughs> of the season but are currently three and nine. Hey, I
0: was eliminated <laughs> week four.
1: You were eliminated when you lost your first two draft picks. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty
0: tough, but it is what it is. Also our, at this point, yeah. we would like to send out that invitation. If you're interested and you make the playoffs in being in our playoff preview, please drop us a line, send us a DM and uh, we'll see if we can make that happen. Cause that'd be fun. A little live trash talking between the teams.
1: Absolutely. And so uh, let's get to week 13 and decide who's going to be in those playoffs. So the uh, the key game for me, well, the second key game for me is my game. Yes. The first key game for me is your game. So I'm going to start with mine because it's first in my half. But uh, the Metroville Heroes are taking on that Shoreline Tap Room. The website right now has us predicted at 133 to 133. Yes. So this one's going to be tight. The tap room definitely need the win. If they get it, they're in. I'm in the playoffs either way. If I win and get help, I can win the division. So uh, looking down the lineups, I'm not sure I'm going to make any changes. You know, I would love to put in a healthy Andrew Luck. Uh, he's playing at my Jets. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure how Jets-Colts made it to the Monday night primetime matchup. But uh, yeah. that is where they are. I
0: really wish they could flex on that.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, you know, as a Jets fan, I do too. Um, but it's... Uh, It's unfortunate for me because I need to get, you know, certainty that luck is cleared out of the protocol and will actually be playing against the Jets. I would start him uh, if I get that clearance. Tannehill's probably going to get waved off my team. Colin Kaepernick has stolen the backup job. So he's in there right now. Um, Johnson and Evans have been my two big guns all year. They both have pretty decent matchups. You know, Evans at San Diego, I think, could surpass that 20.6 production. Uh, Johnson is taking on Washington. Washington has a pretty good team. Uh, I think they're getting a little underrated this year. Uh, they they are looking like an actual NFC contender. Yep. But Johnson's one of those all-purpose backs that just seems to put up points. So uh, I think he will score healthy. Uh, Eifert against that Philadelphia defense. I'm not even sure what to talk about with that one. Uh, yeah. um, the flex spots for me are not as good as the flex spots for him. I have Blunt and Stewart in there right now he, against Ware and Rawls. Uh, I like Ware the best out of those four, uh, particularly because of his matchup at Atlanta. So... Uh, This could come down to, uh, in in a close game, it usually does the defense and the kicker. And uh, according to the website, and I don't disagree, his are both better than mine. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I'm gonna have a hard time picking me two weeks, and you know I didn't pick me last week, and I'm surprised I got the win. I'm having a hard time picking me this week, but boy, I really got to root for my own team, so I'm gonna go for a healthy Andrew Luck returns and makes the difference, and the Metroville Heroes get the win.
0: Interesting. Um, I'm actually gonna pick the tap room, um, and part of that <laughs> is that I don't think Philip Rivers is gonna score the 21 that he's predicted. The last two weeks, the Tampa Bay defense has gone to Kansas City and beaten them, and then they beat Seattle at home. So the Tampa Bay defense is no joke. Um, Phillip Rivers gets his, but I don't think he's going to get 21. Um, However, and this pains me to say, Amari Cooper is going to do better than the 15.6 against Buffalo. I have a feeling this is going to be a shootout. The Bills offense is kind of coming into their own, and the Oakland defense is not proving to be able to stop anyone so I think Amari Cooper might get thirty points in this game. Um, the other thing that I could see the Ravens D going up against Miami. Miami has three injured offensive linemen now. Uh, that spells bad things if you are a Miami offensive player and great things if you own the Ravens defense. So I think it's gonna be on the strength of Amari Cooper and that Ravens D just getting turnovers and sacks. So I'm gonna go with the tap room.
1: I don't blame you. <laughs> All right, Totally Radical Islam taking on the Dixie Landings Alligators. And, you know, it's really weird to be in Week 13 and have bye weeks. And I don't know if they did this because they wanted everyone to play over the Thanksgiving weekend. Yes. But Tennessee and Cleveland are both off. Yes. And while that that doesn't sound like all that big a deal, there are some fantasy players that start for both those teams. And the Alligators have two of them. Yeah, So Delaney Walker's heading to the bench. Coleman's headed to the bench uh he's going to be pulling in let's see i don't see a backup tight end in the roster so he's going to be pulling in waiver wire man and uh something wow because he's got a couple of injuries and he's got a couple of quarterbacks and a
0: defense <laughs> <laughs> yep
1: tbd on the uh tight end and flex with alligators and i think that could be the difference here let's see the rest of the lineup though aaron Rodgers is um looking healthy he did hurt his hammy last night and
0: yeah that was interesting uh, that
1: That could, um, you know, he's another one of those, you don't think about Aaron Rodgers as being sort of a running quarterback, but he really is. And it's not a huge deal, but, you know, when when a quarterback runs for 30, 40 yards in a game, that's the equivalent of like another 100 yards passing, you know, 75 to 100 yards passing. So it's it's a big difference. It, It makes him go from really, really good to elite, and he's playing elite right now. Uh, Alligators still have a struggle at the running back spot. You know they got Thompson in there right now at Arizona. Not really the best place to play. Although Arizona's D has shown some weakness lately. Uh, their strength
0: right now is at the wideout spot. Uh, Julio Jones, huge, really fresh. huge. Although I do question the twenty points because Kansas City's defense is no joke. Yeah,
1: that's a big number. Yeah, uh, and it's funny because you look on the other side with Randall Cobb, and they're re- they're reflecting. The Houston matchup there by putting Cobb at only 11. Yeah, I don't. So, uh, I feel like you know they, they're they're trying to say Julio's matchup proof, or they're they're seeing something I'm not with that 21. Or they points. think
0: that Jordy Nelson is going to get all the catches against Houston. I don't know. But Randall um, Cobb's so, going to take points from Aaron Rodgers if he makes any catches.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So again, you talked about the Cooper matchup versus Buffalo that only benefits Carr, right? Who is the Islam quarterback? Uh, I think he may hang with Rodgers, and that's the one place where I think Alligators had a shot at getting a victory. Um, So with Carr putting up his, you know, on the strength of guys like McCoy, uh, you know, like uh, Cobb, and even Moncrief, I I think at the Jets, you know, the the Jets can cover a number one wideout. They can't really cover well when a team has a second and a third that can put up just as good, and I think Moncrief can put up numbers. It is also
0: outside, just to throw a little bit of a wrinkle in that. Um, The the Jets defense does well, and they're playing outside against a team that plays in a dome.
1: So if the Islam will get the aforementioned injured A.J. Green, and by aforementioned I mean last week, uh, get him out of the lineup, get a healthy receiver in there, I think the Islam's going to close to a victory.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you that the Islam's going to get the victory. Um, I am going to say that Derek Carr is going to get his yards, he's going to get his completions, he might actually get his touchdowns. He is, however, going to be pressured, and he's going to be sacked. That is going to take some points away from him. The Bills proved... um, Hard to bring down Bortles, but Bortles can actually run. Um, Bortles ran for 80 yards against the Bills, but it was not due to like a breakdown in coverage. It's just he's that good of an athlete. Carr is a pocket passer. He is a classic throwback. Stand in the middle and make the throw. I think his rushing average is like two yards per attempt. So I, I think there's going to be a little bit of a negative there. Um, LaShawn McCoy, again, the Bills. Oakland's defense is not stopping anybody. And LaShawn McCoy is not stopped by anybody. Um, he was bottled up for a full half against Jacksonville. And then the first play of the second half was a 75-yard touchdown run. So, um, yeah, I think LaShawn is healthy. Going down, I'm going to pick, actually, I think one of the big difference makers is that Patriots defense. They're playing L.A. L.A. is playing better with Jared Goff in a quarterback, the rookie. But they turn the ball over, and it's a rookie playing against Bill Belichick. Belichick.
1: I was say Belichick <laughs> against rookie quarterbacks is definitely a recipe for you want that defense. And
0: I mean, they're playing LA in Foxborough. Oh, they can go to Splitsville the night before. In the right, in the winter. <laughs> More on that on Sunday. Um, so yeah, I, I think the Islam is just too strong a team, top to bottom. Um, even taking the bye weeks out, um, I don't. I don't think that they would be able to match. So I'm going to take the Islam.
1: All right. Speaking of strong teams, I think there's two strong ones in the next game, but one of them is going to be a little bit uh, muted by the bye week, and that is Make It Pink taking on Tucker's Luck. Make It Pink is without Marcus Mariota. That is a huge That's loss. That's huge. And without jo- uh, Duke Johnson from Cleveland, also you know not a, not as huge a loss, but still a loss. And as you look to the bench, you know Devonte Adams may come in for that flex spot. Uh, not a starting backup quarterback on the roster right now, so uh, she'll have to head to the waiver wire.
0: Yeah, Gino's like too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go with Gino. I wouldn't go with Mallet. So uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to grab somebody off the wire. And yeah, there's some decent options out there. As I proved last week, you know, picking up a, like a Kaepernick type for 38. I don't say I'm not saying she's gonna get someone who scores 38. Well, you can plug that hole, but if the, you the shoes drop of Ryan, are Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill,
0: Ryan <laughs> Tannehill might
1: be available. Ryan Tannehill might be on the wire in three days. <laughs> Before then, uh, but Tucker's luck, just you know, top to bottom, I think the lineup is is really good this week. It's uh, you know Russell Wilson again ca- against Carolina. I think he can still put up the points. Frank Gore against the Jets. Now you know we've talked about this. The Jets do actually have a good run defense. Yeah. They don't have a good run defense when the running back gets up over eighteen, nineteen carries. Right. And if you got a little bit of a woozy Andrew Luck against a susceptible run uh, Jets defense. They may pound it away, and Frank Gore may just find that time where he breaks off the 20, 30 yard run and puts up the numbers. Uh, Pittsburgh against the Giants could be a uh, shootout. So uh, Antonio Brown gets points anyway, but Antonio Brown in a shootout is something good to have on your roster. Oh, yeah. And you know, with Benjamin and Aiken on the other side, they uh, Make It Pink just doesn't have a wideout that can match up to him. So, again, the uh, the lineups, I think, if they were full, would make this game a lot closer. I'm going to go with Tucker's luck.
0: Um, yeah, as, as you're talking, I'm, I'm just looking at the matchups and I'm trying to find a way to pick Kristen with make it pink. And I, I can't find it. I think even at full strength, um, with these matchups, Russell Wilson doing revenge game against Carolina from last year's NFC championship. Seattle's working on all cylinders. However, they have to bounce back from the loss that they had against Tampa Bay. They really got embarrassed. Um, so I, I think Russell Wilson bounces back. He might score better than 21.7 predicted. Can you talk enough about Jason Witten with Dallas? What's he about sixty? Seriously, I think he, I think he, he and I, with he
1: played with uh, with Aikman. He right?
0: played with Aikman and Newt Rotney. Um And <laughs> he uh, played with and, Randy White. And, and he, right. Stabler He's going way back. But um, uh, <laughs> not Stabler. Um, Roger Starback. Starback. So, Starback. Yeah, Stabler a different um, thing altogether. Um, I think actually, what might be undervalued is Matt Forte. Um, Indianapolis's defense is very susceptible to running backs that can catch. And Forte has proven to be very valuable. He does run very well between the tackles, but he's also really good for that play action and then catch the ball right over the middle. Um, you could say it's his Forte. Nice. I think we have said that <laughs> in the past. I think,
1: I think you've said that.
0: Uh, yep. Um, and, uh, and really, Golden Tate for Detroit. Um, they're playing in New Orleans. That's it. Just... Just New Orleans. I think that oh, Andre
2: Drummond is going to give Anthony Davis a run for his money. You're the here, here Center's in the league. Are you uh, interrupting me? Really? I've only been on here for five seconds, and you're already talking, uh, already talking about your cleat foot game. This uh, is a basketball podcast, and you did, guys have been did, talking about teams that don't even exist.
1: I, I finally figured out after all these weeks what the confusion is. The B&B. Butter and ba- it's not basketball, mean, It's butter and bacon. The BB podcast is butter and bacon, not basketball. It's not Big Blue? No.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I think I just heard her mind explode.
2: Well, I was led to believe in my contract that this was a basketball podcast.
0: Oh. Um, well, maybe we need to clean up that language a little bit. Did, um did the navy arrive however
2: um the navy is slow in coming but the pelicans are doing much better now that drew holiday is back and he's for the holiday great, season it's the holiday season <laughs> drew drew has, drew has undergone a rebirth
0: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> cool. we're getting so, secular
2: <laughs> <laughs> Things are going much better for the Pelicans now. I'm happy about that. But um, Andre Drummond, he always gives the centers a hard time. And so Anthony Davis had better watch out.
0: Save us a Drummond stick. Oh. He better not cry. Oh, boy.
2: He better not pout. Yep. I'm telling, he's telling you why. why. <laughs> <laughs> this is a basketball podcast. When I'm on.
0: Una browser coming to town.
2: <laughs>
0: well, uh, thanks, thanks, Amy. I guess it's a, it's a basketball life.
2: Yes, hashtag Cleatfoot Yes.
0: That's
1: why. That's why I keep a basketball diary.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Well, in my diary, I am going to be writing every night, praying for our music marauders win. So I'm going to try to spin this the best I can to get you a win in game four here, Paulie. So Tyrod Taylor taking on that Oakland defense. Mm-hmm. They they have a pass rush, but Taylor can use his feet. They have a That's
0: literal one-guy pass rush.
1: Yeah, look for Taylor to run the other way and get lots of yards on the ground. Riddick at New Orleans. That is a recipe for at least 20 points. 17.2 <laughs> is going to be light there. Yep. Edelman did his 8 for 80 last week against the Jets. Look for 9 for 90 and 1 in the end zone against the, the Rams Ooh. this week. In Nunwa against that excuse for a Colts secondary, with Fitz Magic, game, <laughs> easily surpasses ten point six. Okay. Sammy Watkins can only get healthier.
0: He was he's pretty healthy two. last week.
1: Yeah, he's gonna play even more. The production's gonna go up. He's gonna be a monster. The backup New Orleans running back is in your lineup, though. Yeah, I know. Actually, Hightower splits. I mean, Hightower's gonna get his. He had as Yep. And against Detroit, you know, Detroit has been playing really well lately. I can't even spin that one. Yeah. But Hightower might find a couple catches here and there. He is a, a versatile back. You know, kind of like Ingram, actually. So I think he got a nice, strong depth at the flex position. The Buffalo defense against Oakland.
0: That's rough. <laughs> I'll <laughs> just stop you right there. The,
1: but your opponent's got the New Orleans defense against a very good Detroit That's offense. That's even so, rougher. <laughs> uh, you know, and his, his backup option is Houston at Green Bay. You don't really want any part of the Green Bay offense right now, so... Uh, maybe you get a wash at the defense and kicker spot. On the other side, Odell Beckham Jr. against Pittsburgh, boy, mm-hmm. yikes! Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's gonna be some points. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jackson just came up a monster game for Washington. Heading out to Arizona, I hope he gets the number one draw coverage out there. Maybe he'll. Well, they're only predicting for eleven seven. They're kind of reflecting that. But yep. Olsen Olson and Hyde, I think, are going to be the key for the Cruisers. If if they put up the numbers they're predicted or higher or better, you're going to be in a little bit of trouble. So. I'm still gonna pick you, more on a wish than a thought. But uh, Matt Ryan may struggle in KC, and, and that's gonna close the gap. So go, Pauly.
0: All right, um, I'm actually gonna pick Scotts Cruisers. <laughs> um, and but I and can't win the division if that happens. No, I know. I of course I want me to win, and my lineup is set. Um, there just are no running backs to be had. Um, you know, and and I'm I'm really leery of putting in yet another Bills or Patriots uh, wide receiver. I do think Tyrod Taylor and Sammy Watkins are going to hook up and they're going to light up the scoreboard in Oakland because Oakland's defense is not anything home to write about. Um, However, I do think Matt Ryan is going to struggle with that Kansas City defense. I watched that. That game was an instant classic on Sunday Night Football. Um, Just fantastic game between the Broncos and the Chiefs. Both defenses just in full command of that game. Um, and I Matt Ryan is great. He's not playing the way he was earlier in the season. And Kansas City's defense is monstrous. But I don't think I can overcome Odell Beckham Jr. playing against Pittsburgh. I don't think I can overcome Greg Olson being the outlet against Seattle. And like you said, Carlos Hyde. Pierre Garcon playing against Arizona's depleted defense. Um, yeah, I got to go with Scotts cruisers. Although I would love for me to win... And gift wrap you the division, but I don't see well, it. It's that's, <laughs> that's only a gift wrap if I can actually win my game, which is no. Uh, no, no,
2: that's
1: easy. not easy either. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs>
1: Scott, congratulations. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. The monkey and the badass predicted for a flat footed 105 tie, but as I peek, the monkey is with Crowell on a buy. Yes. So, this is actually favor monkey. Let's see if we agree. Roethlisberger, Giants, huge. Yeah. A badass starting out well. I just he's. I think we've talked about this in previous weeks. The running back spot is thin, yeah. and uh, this is not going to be remedied anytime soon. So, I mean, Asiata against Dallas, not really a great matchup. No. Uh, White against LA, you never know what you're. going to No, Dallas'
0: defense so, is actually coming on. Um, you know, we were yeah, we were kind of giving them grief earlier in the year, but uh, their defense is, is they're playing well when they need to, and they are not giving up the yards like they used to.
1: No, fair fair point. Now Smallwood did not have a great game last no. night. And, you know, we're recording this on Tuesday, and I think his opportunity only goes down, yeah. so I'm not sure he's the guy you want at running back but- for the Badass. Uh, Dez is definitely looking healthier. Uh, that's a Thursday night game, so we'll see what happens right away with uh, with the Badass, because not only does he have Dez in that game, but his uh, other wide receiver as well. So that's uh, it's going to be a tough one. you know. I, I think um, Badass, if he didn't face the injuries he did early on, and-, and the Gronk thing is really killing him. Gronk
0: is absolutely killing him, and it's not so much that he's out with an injury that he had before. He has a new injury.
1: No, and he just taunts you because you think he's going to come back. Then he doesn't play. You need to see a healthy Gronk out there before you can really, um, you know, focus on the the Badasses being a chance in this game. Yeah, you know, it's not going to be a blowout, I don't think. But I am going to go back on Team Monkey. So, uh, I think Dak is going to put up good numbers. I think Baldwin's going to do okay in Carolina. As is Graham. And, uh, you know, we finally had the the Sanders sighting that we've been waiting for all season. And I think he's going to continue to roll, look for him to blow past that 13.4 they're predicting for him at Jacksonville. So back with the monkey.
0: Um, I'm going to join you on Team Monkey um, for this week. Um, I I just think that it's it's just too much to overcome. Even though Roethlisberger might put up 30, maybe even 35 by himself in a shootout against the Giants. I really think it's going to come down to Baldwin and Graham just going rough shot over the Carolina secondary. Um, and, uh, the Eagles defense did not play that well last night against, um, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. However, they're playing Cincinnati. C- Cincinnati's offense is half injured and they have nothing left to play for. The Eagles still have an outside shot at making the playoffs. So they're going to become desperate. Um, and that Eagles D can get turnovers. So I'm going to go with the monkey.
1: All right, game six. The dapper Donalds getting to face the Stungly ducklings without one of their best players, Demarco Murray, on a bye, and I think that is a huge hole in the lineup. Giant, because this is a both these teams. I think are, are littered with those star players that you love to watch play: Drew Brees, Le'Veon Bell, Cam Newton. Your cousins on the bench. <laughs> but DeMarco Murray <laughs> yes. is right there in that list of star players. I mean, it's, you know, when Fantasy 2017 rolls around, DeMarco Murray will be in the discussion as a first round pick. He will.
0: And Nelson and- Aguilar, a healthy scratch last night, will not.
1: No. So, uh, you know, if the Ducklings can plug the running back hole, and maybe it's, it's taking sprolls out of the flex spot and then filling with a receiver off the bench, you know, it'll help close the gap, but the Donalds just look really strong right now. They're huge. Uh, and it's the Breeze and Bell combo, I think, again, that will get close to 60. That's going to make the difference. So I will pick the Donalds.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to catch you, so I, I don't want to pick the same as you, but I, I can't see a way... Um, with Murray on the bye. I mean, that's a huge part. I mean, that's probably a third of the Ducklings' production week in and week out. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So 25, 30 percent. Yeah. it just uh, that's It's tough. So I'm going to have to go with the Donalds. Um, I do think, however, that the Steelers' D might make it interesting. They might pick off um, Eli a couple times. Um, I don't think that the Giants' D will be as successful against Pittsburgh. Interesting thing. The better that Le'Veon Bell does, the worse the Giants' defense will do. <laughs> it's true. But um, if, on the If we're talking lineup. a
1: week from now that the, that the Ducklings got the win, it's going to be on the strength of guys like Sneed and Kelsey.
0: It is. It is. And, and again, that's that's New Orleans. Um, you know, they're playing at home. Um, Sproles, when he had blockers, was doing well. They're playing Cincinnati. But, yeah, I, I just think, yeah, Donald's is just too strong. All right. Last game of the
1: regular season, the Frandogs taking on the Oil Rigs. And again, start at the top, Tom Brady. Tom, how they can ever predict Tom Brady to score less than 20, surprises?: me.
0: How? I don't know.
1: <laughs> and it, you know. It's 19-3. It's darn close, but seriously, it's Tom Brady. Still.
0: And he's at home.
1: Yeah. Tom Brady at home. Maybe they just think they're going to win by so much. But I, when we did this a couple weeks ago, and he put up 280 and four scores before they shut it down, so right. he still got the 30. Yeah. So I'm surprised they have him at only 19.3. But on the other side, Eli Manning, again, Eli is a strong producer of yards. And I think at Pittsburgh is one of those games where he could easily go for 330, You know, get a couple scores. If he can keep the turnovers down, he can kind of keep pace with Brady for this one. Uh, I like the T.Y. Hilton matchup at the Jets, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the oil rigs. Uh, and talk to me a little bit about, about your Bills defense trying to contain a running back like Latavius Murray.
0: Um, because
1: Murray, you know, Murray is a split time back, but he is the lead dog of basically a three headed monster there. But he's he's got that sort of unique combination of speed power where he can catch the ball and, and wiggle his way outside, but he can also gut it up a little, a little bit and get some yards. Well, I can
0: tell you the Bills defense it all starts in the middle uh, um, with uh, Mr. Big Stuff is back again uh, Marcel Darius he had two sacks, he had the only two sacks for the Bills defense. He just takes up a double team right at the middle, which frees up the linebackers, which, you know, Lorenzo Alexander with ten sacks um, two guys named Brown, Zach Brown and Preston Brown coming off the side and um, And the ageless wonder, um, the other guy in the interior. Derrick Rose? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, he said man in the big guy in the middle.
2: Oh. Well, Big Baby Davis has been retired for a little while, so. No,
0: not Big Baby Davis.
2: (laughs) Uh, Dwight Howard, he's in Atlanta.
0: Wow. No, he's still trying to get people off of his My Disney experience.
2: Well, that's his fault. He should have thought about that before he went to, like, five different teams in five years.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, why can't I think of his name?
2: Chris Stapps Porzingis?
0: Oh, again him? Kyle Williams, the ageless wonder, who is, I think he's 34 or 35, which is ancient for a guy who plays the interior defense in the NFL. Um, he, he wreaks havoc. Um, he seems to come up with a key stop they were the top two tacklers last week against Jacksonville. It was not a linebacker. It was not a safety, which you'd expect. The running game for Jacksonville never really got off the ground. Now, Chris Ivor did leave the game injured early. But Bill's defense, they seem to stop the run on the way to the passer. So that's why I think he's going to do some some work against Latavius Murray.
1: All right. Well, if they can hold Murray down, I think it helps keep the Fran dogs in the game. But, you know, much like we talked about with the bye weeks you know, prior senior, although he slowed down a little bit the last few weeks, is a key contributor at wide receiver. However, he'll, uh, the friend I was able to pull Marshall off the bench, really plug that Finally! <laughs> I know he's a big New York fan, and I don't expect him to make this swap, but I do like that Matthew Stafford at New Orleans matchup for him on his bench.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you know, as far as the rest of the lineup, you know, the don't know what happened to Gates last, the last week. He just disappeared, so I'm a little nervous about him. Normally I'd say he's an easy win over the uh, Houston tight end, but I think that could be a little bit closer than expected. And while Gurley and Ajay have not really performed up to snuff, and both of them have relatively tough matchups, Gurley at New England, Ajay at Baltimore, yeah. uh, I still think they will outproduce the flex position for the Dog. So just up and down the lineup, I think the oil rigs are in better shape, and I will pick them to get the win.
0: Yeah, um, yeah I think the oil rigs are going to get the win. And, um, and it's going to begin and end with Tom Brady, um, that, LA, that L.A. defense is just, no, it's nothing.
2: Well, I mean, the Lakers are actually doing a lot better this year.
0: Oh, Kobe, the Lakers? Co- oh, yeah, no. Kobe,
2: has, Kobe has ended his, his long goodbye tour. Kobe has left Mama. the building. Now the other players can actually come out and do what they're paid to do. Now, now D'Angelo Russell can actually live his life. Um, D'Angelo Russell, Jordan Clarkson and Julius Randall, they're bringing back a little bit of this youth, you know, a little bit of Showtime Lakers. They're actually not that bad this year, which is shocking the world. So it's nice.
0: Uh, Okay, well, I I think um, Brady is going to beat the Showtime Lakers anyway. Um, and then I'm going to go with the oil rigs for the last prediction of the regular season.
1: All right. Well, as always, come week 13, we got games on Thursday. We got games on Sunday. Sunday night and Monday night, Polly. Will we see you out there with the hashtag BABFFL or maybe hashtag Cleetfoot? Yes,
0: you will. <laughs> All three days. I love Very it. Nice. I love this time of year. The games are getting great. There have been some fantastic NFL games. There's been some fantastic fantasy games. I can't wait for this to continue. And thank you, Amy, again for hashtag Cleefoot. That's just funny.
2: Anytime.
1: <laughs> well, come Monday night, you may want hashtag flex this game out because it's going to be Jets-Colts. But the rest of the primetime games look pretty I good will watch
0: tonight, it so. in solidarity with my wife, the Jets fan.
1: I will watch it and be texting you like crazy, complaining about everything. Yes, so, yes you will. Um,
2: <laughs> and I'll be watching so, NBA TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, good luck in week 13, whether your favorite team is the Jets, the Celtics, or something else. And we will certainly be here, back here next week checking in on the end of the regular season and giving you a playoff preview. So, see you then.
2: Hashtag Cleetfoot.
0: This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.